Honest, uninhibited, and edgy conversation about that topic that men and women think about several times every day. This is Denitza After Dark, iHub Radio's sensual, frisky, and transformational forum for all things love, sex, and relationships. Live from Palm Springs, here's Denitza. Thank you. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us again on this wonderful, actually overcast, kind of wet Saturday night, right, Alex? I like it. I like rain. I like rain, too. I think it's very romantic. I think it puts you in the mood, and I think it's a great way to cozy up with your significant other. I agree. So, we're going to just jump on into this one, because this one came across my desk, and I thought, oh, this is very interesting. What is it? It's called Homewrecker kink fetishes does that sound familiar alex no i'm sorry what are you implying (laughs) what what are you implying here it's (laughs) it's women who have like a cheating fetish and they you know they enjoy um kind of being the other woman being the temptress being the mistress what yeah, the, it, 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 it's, okay. it's this new cutting edge homewrecker fetish where, I mean, I think we've all known a girl who is single and maybe dates the married men, likes to pick them up at bars, maybe likes to have a, a sexual rendezvous with this married person or someone who's in a committed relationship and they enjoy being the other woman. You've, you've never met anyone like that? Actually, I... I now that you mention it, I, I do know someone like that. You do know someone like yeah, that. Yeah, I do. So Actually, in high school. I mean, I don't know them anymore, but it was in high school. There was one of my friends was very much like that. Yeah. And it's it's more common than you think. Huh. Sometimes it runs amongst friendships. And that's why you see uh, uh, long lasting friends uh, have a, a breaking of their friendships because the friend hit on her husband or the husband hit on 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 the girlfriend or uh, i mean it happens in in every type of couple heterosexual homosexual bisexual i mean it happens in all couples Mm -hmm. and there's that that fetish of of being that other person and the fetish usually happens i mean the the numbers statistically are usually in a um you know in a heterosexual Hmm. relationship so it's usually that's that woman who comes in and tempts and allures and attracts and uh, kind of wants to be able to. What do they get out of it? Well, there's a, actually there's a lot. It's, it's a different type of relationship. Hmm. They don't consider it cheating. They don't consider it cheating. No, they don't consider it cheating what? at all. Um, since, you know, uh, statistically proven tw- since 2017, the um, numbers for cheating has actually decreased. Millenniums nowadays are not um, cheating on their partners as much as older generations were. And so, um, but then again, you have to kind of figure out what the terminology of cheating is. More millennials are into open uh, open relationships as well as ethical non-monogamy relationships. And so, you know, you you have non-monogamous relationships, which is, you know, I can see you and I can have sex with you and I can date you, but we're not exclusive. That's a real big thing right now. We're not exclusive. So I'm free to be non-monogamous with other people as well. 
it's not a monogamous relationship. And then you have your open relationships where you and your partner decide, well, you know, uh, we, we can bring other people into the relationship. Um, wh- one of the biggest, biggest um, apps that's coming up that's trending is called Feld. F-E-L-L-D, and it is a, a new app. It's kind of like the Tinder for threesomes. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I can't. This is real, Alexandra. Yes, it is. It's, it's actually very real. I can't. And it has over 200,000 followers and growing daily. Okay. The world is totally different. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never felt so old in my life. <laughs> and, and let's be realistic. If you have two... 100,000 followers on Feld, mm-hmm. and it's a threesome type of app. I don't just think one person is looking at the app and the relationship. It is a app that is being seen by the couple, and they're getting, they're either picking out who they would choose to have a threesome. I would hope, well, if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. not that I'm endorsing it, mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, I would hope that you would do it with your partner instead of surprising them with it. Well, it would be a really big surprise if you just have someone waiting in, in your living room saying, oh, this is the person we invited home for the threesome. What threesome? Well, the threesome I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> I mean, that that would be a little shocking, don't you think? Yes. I, mean, yes. I don't know how you communicate with your other half, Alex, but hey, I, I thought she was selling Tupperware. Oh, no, no, she's here for the threesome party. <laughs> there you go. I was just, okay. Okay, so um, so in regards to oh, so, okay, so let's take it, let's kind of break this down. So in the open relationships, um, the 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 people involved in it aren't con- aren't considering themselves cheating because they're not lying about it. Hmm. So when they're not lying about it, and it's very open. They don't consider that cheating. They consider it introducing a third party into their relationship. So if they have the consent of their partner, it's not cheating? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, say, for instance, you're on this new app, Feld, and you are looking to have a threesome. And you go online and say your husband says, okay, this is what I want. Maybe he's married to you and you're a brunette and he's always wanted to have sex with the blonde. Or he's always wanted to have sex with maybe a woman who's bustier or hippier or anything that he didn't, he doesn't get to do with you. Hmm. Would that be considered cheating? If I allow him to mm-hmm. do it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you allow him, would that be considered cheating? I don't I, I think don't, so. I think it is. Even though you gave him permission mm-hmm. to do so? Yeah. How yeah. is that possible? How is it possible for him to be cheating on you when you gave he's him He's not permission? lying about it, but he's cheating on you in a sense that he's with someone else. But it's an open relationship. Right. It's an open relationship, but he's... What if this person is only in it to be part of the threesome? She really doesn't want to ruin your relationship. No, it's This not, is it's, completely it's different than the homemaker fetish. Thing. It's not a longevity thing or it's just the fact that he or she is with someone else and it seems that it's all consensual consensual or not it's still i don't think that cheating is defined by lack of knowledge 
of the other person's behavior. It's just the fact that they're with someone else. Hmm. So if they know it's considered cheating, if they don't know, it's considered severe cheating. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because you lied to them and then they didn't. No, it's lying and cheating. Then it's a double whammy. So it's lying and cheating because you didn't know. And But if you did know, then it's just cheating. I think so. I think that's how I would look at it. Well, you know, it's 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 very interesting because you think about you think about okay, how would it be very very different for this woman who's the temp, you know, she's a temptress and she wants to have these affairs with with these type of married men and she has actually it's it, it's a different type of relationship mm-hmm. because she gets excitement from the secrecy and she gets excitement from knowing she's the other woman and she's not doing the laundry and she's not doing the cooking for him and she's not running his errands like um maybe a wife or significant other or husband would be doing Mm -hmm. but she is that other person so for instance after intimacy the pillow talk would be completely different that's why you see back uh back on the news you know some years ago you'd Mm -hmm. have certain politicians who were having you know their their side dish yeah their their side dish and they would say well oh my gosh she knew top secrets for this or she knew top secrets for that because they're more inclined to share much more personal items with their mistress or temptress than they would be with their wife because with their wife they feel like they should be protecting that relationship and and maybe not divulging too much and, and, and keeping the sanctity where with the temptress, it's more of no holds bar. So the pillow talk is what? So if you're with your spouse, it's what? Just... Well, it depends on if you have children. It depends if you have events coming up. I mean, how many times have you been intimate with your significant other and then afterwards you're laying in bed and holding each other and go oh remember this remember we have to do that right remember yeah. oh don't forget tomorrow you're the grocery a, list right the grocery <laughs> list the laundry list mm-hmm. the honeydew list mm. and it never stops because now you're thinking of your family life and you're thinking of things that happened that are happening within your household but for the temptress it's she's not in your household right so now you're more inclined to discuss things that are actually happening in your life not Mm -hmm. the obligations not not the responsibilities but maybe things that are stressing you out so do you recommend not talking about the grocery list with your spouse (laughs) (laughs) only if you're hungry afterwards i guess (laughs) Who's gonna make that food run? Is that the wrong thing to do? Are you are you are you opening the door for them to cheat? If you if you open the door to that kind of conversation. Well, no, I don't think everybody who has sex after, uh, I don't believe everybody who who has pillow talk and then has sex and then, you know, oh my God, we have to like go and do the errands and we have to go pick up the babysitter and we have all these other things to do, is opening up. But I do think you have to limit those conversations to maybe when you're standing up versus <laughs> when you're lying down. I think you should try to cherish and keep the move, the, the moment as sexual and as seductive and as close and connected as possible. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just hurrying up and getting up. I mean, I understand you know, everybody likes a quickie once in a while, right, Alex? But <laughs> he, it's, it's really important that 
okay, maybe not Alex, <laughs> but you know, it's really important that you know when to shift gears. And as long as you're being intimate, maybe you should be in the moment hmm. and continue at, with the pillow talk of, of, of telling her how beautiful she is, telling him how great he is he was in bed and and reconnecting on not only an emotional level, but a physical level. And as well as, as, as not letting the intimacy component end just with the physical performance, Hmm. but that you cuddle that you, you know, maybe you're, you're, you're hugging him or her extra tightly. You're wrapping your legs around them. It doesn't just end with the climax. Hmm. I think that's really important. Do you, do you talk about the performance? I think if it's amazingly good, you should be talking about the darn performance. <laughs> if it's really good, you're like, hey, what is that happening again? <laughs> Holy smoke. But is that a healthy thing to do? What if what if there's something you didn't like? I mean, Don't you think you should tell them that as well? Right there and then? I think you could say, hey, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable with that. But can we talk about it? Can we discuss it? Hmm. Or... How could I have done this better? How can I improve on this? Or, wow, this was freaking amazing. Do it again. (laughs) Okay, when we come back. Getting you in the mood. Denitza After Dark. It's unapologetic sensual talk on iHub Radio. Exploring intimacy. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges on iHub Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. And we are on a roll tonight, right? Always, 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 always. It's always an adventure with you. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Please feel free to call us at 760-544-8255. We're also on um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're here at iHub Radio talking uh, about sex. Right, Alex? Hopefully not a lack of, but uh, an abundance. (laughs) Tis the season to be abundant. (laughs) Hard not to with you, Dr. Hard not to. Right, hard not to. So, um, yeah, you you have uh, an Uber app on your phone, right? I think everybody does. I do, Uber Black. Yeah, you have an Uber app. I have an Uber app. I hardly ever use Uber. I know my son has used it a few times. But uh, so did you uh, hear the statistics this morning about Uber and their sexual assault cases? I actually didn't hear it this morning. I just heard it on the news in the previous segment. Well, uh, in case of any of our audience members who haven't heard the news, um, Uber reported uh, on you, I I guess it was on USA Today, that um, it's cataloged over 3,045 sexual assaults for this year. Uh, Last year it was 2,936, so obviously it's increasing. It's increasing. Well, Uber usage is also increasing too. Right, exactly. So um, ranging from... Unwanted kissing to non-sexual body part, 
touching to attempted rape and actually rape. And uh, the largest category was the non-consensual touching of certain body parts, um, like someone's mouth or genitalia, a forced kiss, groping them, so on and so forth. So um, what's, what's been, what's really interesting, which I thought was really interesting, I don't know if Uber actually purposely did this or not, but um, they said it was like 92% riders who were doing these claims but then they also said they had the same amount for drivers but they weren't listing who the perpetrators were Hmm. so if you're in a car with an uber driver and you are the victim then i would just would it be far-fetched to say that it's either the uber driver or somebody who's riding along with you oh okay so anything about that yeah that's an interesting twist on it right because what if you're not alone i mean we are I guess the assumption well, would be, oh, you must be riding an Uber by yourself. But what if you're well, not? Well, no, they're shared. There's, I mean, I never do that. But you, to reduce the price, you get to share the ride with someone. Right. Well, I think that's a bit dangerous. Yeah. I think that's a bit dangerous. But so it's an option. It, we, so um, there's many senators throughout the United States who are now pushing these bills to have Uber do thorough background checks as well as. Is that enough? Maybe I profiling would, I, or sexual. Uh, I think you have to. Do, well, you know, there's the MST two, which is a psychological exam for race, for sexual profiling, hmm. and I do believe that should be mandatory. If you're dealing, yeah, we with, don't we don't know if they do that or not though. Um, we don't yet. Yeah. I I don't. I I would hardly believe it's it's not a inexpensive test. Hmm. It's rather pricey. I oh, okay. I do those tests oh. for uh, certain agencies, and it's a it's a pricey exam. Hmm. And but it's a very thorough exam, and it's very very informative. Can they do it on such a scale? I mean, do you know how many Uber drivers there are? It's just it, it would be difficult. Hmm. It would be difficult. Um, again, not every test is 100% accurate. So you're really not going to know. I think um, it's a catch-22 because you you also have, what if you're an Uber driver and you're female Mm -hmm. and you have a, you have a pickup of maybe four or five men. Right. That can be very scary in regards to um, that for that female. What if you're gay? And you have maybe somebody who isn't uh, very open-minded about sex, about right. your sexuality, and so it can be a very dangerous situation very quickly. Yeah, when you when you order an Uber, you don't say how many people are in your party. Exactly, you just they just want the credit card and mm-hmm. your location. And they know who you are, the person who ordered the Uber, right? But they don't know who's going to be riding with you. Exactly, huh. and so. And then, and then you did state that sometimes you have the Uber sharing. Yes, and is. that can be a um, recipe for disaster yeah. because you don't know who you're sharing the ride with. No, you don't. And you, and what if that person that you're sharing the ride with is a sexual predator, mm. or does have uh, or has an R suffix, or is inclined to purposely share an Uber because they're looking for their na- their latest victim? 
Wow. So uh, with, with these type of transportation uh, companies, you have to be extremely careful on on how much trust you're giving the, the this company and how much information and uh, and you do give a lot of information you do give, you a, give lot a, of a lot of information your yeah. destin your pickup location your drop off location mm-hmm. um, you your credit card number goes to the company mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of information there and then throw in is the Uber driver responsible to help protect you if you are in a vehicle and you're being groped by another passenger? That's yeah, where's the line of responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. And, and do they get involved? Because a, a lot of times people do not get involved in, in rape situations. Really? Right. They don't. They don't get involved. Um, you could have an, a sexual assault occurring, and, and it, it's not because they don't want to. It's based on perception. Hmm. It didn't look that way. How could she possibly get sexually assaulted in broad daylight? It didn't look that way. It must have been consensual. No, hmm. not necessarily. But again, you just don't know what you don't know, and perception can be very, very different from one person to the next. Wow. So, right. yeah, good luck, Uber, on that one. Uber, Uber and Lyft. Turning your WTF into a big O-M-G. This is Denitza After Dark on iHub Radio. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges. Okay, so I'm going to bring this segment in. (laughs) Thank you, producer Alexandra. Not because I want to, (laughs) but because I was asked to. (laughs) So... This segment, it is a question. Is something kinky or something creepy? So I'm going to ask you, Dr. Borges, as the expert. Mm-hmm. How it's you, all opinion-based, right? It's all opinion-based, absolutely. And the reason that I volunteered to ask this is because I didn't want to be asked. So you, can't, you cannot turn it on me. Okay, number one. I don't one. know who, who lets you make the rules, but last <laughs> time I checked, it was my show, but go on. <sighs> number one, spanking. Kinky and sexy. Kinky and sexy. That wasn't an option, but you threw that one in. Okay. Uh, temperature play. Kinky. Hmm? Watching porn together. Sexy and kinky. I can't believe I have to say this one. <clears throat> oh, God. Masturbating in front of each other. Masturbating in front of each other. Wow. <laughs> Super sexy kinky. <laughs> With a cherry on top. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Anal play. Anal play. Sexy kinky. Anal sex. Sexy kinky. Using sex toys together. Super sexy kinky with the cherry on top. (laughs) (laughs) Sharing fantasies. Oh, sexy, romantic, loving, all of the above. Having sex in semi-public places. Hot. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I have yet to say anything was creepy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so mild BDSM. Kinky. Okay, so now... That was all my... Cho- that was it? No, there's more. Okay, thank you. Um, sex with other people. Other people as in other than your significant other? Yes. Um, kind of creepy. Anything that hurts in a bad way. Creepy. Asphyxiation. Really like to breathe. It's how I live. So a little bit... I would say borderline creepy. Borderline creepy. Okay. Oh, some people really like that. I I like to breathe. (laughs) Uh, Electrostimulation. Kinky. (laughs) A sex workshop. Super sexy. (laughs) Going to a strip bar or lap dancing club. (gasps) Sexy, cool, kinky with the cherry on top. Take your partner with you. Water sports. Water oh. sports? Mm. We're going to skip that one. Um, Way too much exhilaration. <laughs> like a workout? No, it's like, no, we don't want to go into that. Um, a sex club. Sex club, sexy. To, one to watch, one to participate. Uh, depends on what floats your boat. It can be sexy. Sexy kinky. Okay. I think that's it. That was, that was the whole list. That was it? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you oh, my own versions. Oh, God. okay, good. Okay. Um, no, you're going to ask me? Yeah, I'm going to ask uh-huh. you some questions. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, Do you want to analyze these a little bit deeper? Excuse me? Do you want to just analyze these a little bit deeper? No, no, I can come me? up with my own. I'm trying to Thank get out Thank you. Of it. <laughs> I can come up with my own. I'm just trying to get out of it. Thank you. Uh, sex on the beach at sunset, knowing that somebody could definitely see you and your other half having it. Messy. Messy? <laughs> You're not eating dinner. <laughs> You're having sex on the beach at sunset, and there's a possibility of someone watching you. Um, well, it's not creepy, but it's not. I mean, it's not correct. It's not correct. <laughs> oh my god! Now <laughs> we're bringing bringing politics into the show. <laughs> it's not correct, Doctor Borges. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> okay. Um. Sex on an airplane. This is not a trick <laughs> question. Sex on is it a, is it a private plane or? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> or like it's a, commercial a Boeing seven forty seven commercial. Okay, <laughs> you're flying across the state. <laughs> you're flying into O'Hare. I don't know where you're O'Hare. going. <laughs> Um, it, uh, I guess it could be a little sexy. Little a bit? little sexy. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. A little bit sexy. Wow. I, it's public. Jeremy. You know me. I don't like germs. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Great. Backseat of a car. Definitely not sexy. Not sexy. No. Definitely You're not. in the mood. You just... 
you're looking at your other half like with googly eyes and you're just like at the back windows tinted <sighs> i hope not <laughs> would you prefer them tinted yeah. Like mafia style, <laughs> bulletproof doors, tinted windows. Nobody can see in or out. I, I just don't think that that's sexy. I just don't. You don't think like, you're like, forget about it. Let's just have at it at the back of a car. Back seat of a car. I stand by my answer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Mm. Uh, camping outdoors. No. Mm-mm. No what? No camping ever. <laughs> no camping ever. And so I'm, that's creepy. That must be very creepy. That's very creepy. That's extremely creepy. That's Friday the 13th creepy. <laughs> exactly. Great. Um, <laughs> at a relative's house. It depends which relative. <laughs> Does everything have to have a depend with you? Depends with relative. Depends what plane we're on. Depends. <laughs> depends what car it is. Depends if it's tinted windows or not. Everything is depends. Exactly. Because there's, you know, there's, you got to set the stage. Like, what is it? If it's a private plane, absolutely. Then it's your own and you control the sanitation of it and nobody else. Are is you wearing gloves when <laughs> <laughs> sex? <laughs> Are you wearing gloves? Are you in a germ bubble? <laughs> <laughs> wow that's insane okay okay so we know what kinky or creepy is so majority of your stuff is kind of creepy my stuff my yeah m most of the most of the well the the last segment the last section yeah was kind of creepy I, I i i have heard about this this the i did know someone that was into asphyxiation actually the guy from in excess died Right. The, the lead singer died right. from asphyxiation. Yeah, he was very much into kink, very, very much into uh, kinky sex. Yeah. And he ended up living his life doing it. And, and a, lot, a lot of um, new trends are you know, so the strangling. Mm. Definitely, you know, holding them down, strangling, um, sometimes, you know, flocking, and it gets kind of excessive. Mm. And so now it's just not your basic blocking or for sexual harassment but it's for punishment and taking it to extremes it's that asphyxiation the, the walking it's the fine line between sexual orgasm and um ready to go un unconscious hmm. so it's, you have to be very very careful when you're walking that fine line well isn't that what the safe word is for well how many people really use the safe word do you think everyone i hope have you ever used a safe word I'm not going to divulge these things. You have a safe word. <laughs> Holy cow, my producer has a safe word. Wow. We don't talk, we don't talk about me. You don't? Okay. okay. <laughs> so is your safe word creepy? Like it <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> wow. No, it's Jeremy. It's <laughs> There's a safe word. I, I, I have no need for safe words. What? Yeah, I've never had a safe word before in my entire life. If I just don't like something, I'd be okay I, I don't like this or this is not good but to be screaming out a safe word mm. but obviously there's so much I don't know about you <laughs> Alexandra <laughs> okay asphyxiation Alexandra kinky yeah. or creepy kinky or 
um, interesting. You want to pass out during intimacy. We're not talking about me, remember? Wow, that, <laughs> wow, that that's very informative. We, uh, <laughs> that is extremely informative. Why? Wow, you had no idea. Mm. She comes across so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lubricant. Sexy or kinky? Um, kinky or creepy? I, I, does I, it matter? Does it depend on the flavor? <laughs> I I I don't know. I I, I guess if you need. Have it, you ever it used lubricant? No. 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 Okay, that's a good thing, right? I'm I mean, getting way too much information. Out of obviously, today. you don't need lubricant, so that's a good thing. But when you do need lubricant, there are many different types of flavors, and that's very important. What As we get doing? older in age, women have a tendency to really need lubricant. We get dryness. We get we go through menopause. So it's really important that we use as much lubricant as possible. So, hmm. oh, and again, you know, we, uh, with the latest trend you know, with CBDs, hmm. um, a lot of women who are having uh, uh, problems with, with uh, pain during hmm. intimacy are now going to be utilizing some of those CBD oils. Is that safe? Um, they're claiming it to be. Hmm. They're claiming it to be. Um, the feedback I've gotten is it's very safe. Hmm. But again, it's so new on the market, you just don't know yet. Um, I mean, what could we? What's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, it's CBD. I, I think maybe there could be some type of numbing sensation. Like, but it may, would go away. It would go. You would hope it would go away. Oh. Or do we become too desensitized with the CBD oil? Mm. So it's just you don't really want to be numb. No, you don't really want to be numb. (laughs) No, you really don't because you want to be able to feel the penetration and feel the pleasure. So and then incorporate that. So say you're a female who is having um, problems, having pain during intimacy. And then you're taking this, you're uh, using CBD oil in your vagina area. Mm. And then say you're also maybe having um CBD infused teas or the gummies to enhance your sex sex life. Um, are you being are you are you doing things that are risky? Why is it overdoing it? Is too much? I don't know if you'd be overdoing it. I just think uh, how much is too much. Hmm. You know, do you want what, what? Where do you lose the sensation? Where does it cross over from being high to the pleasure zone? Yeah, but if you're high, do you really want to have sex while you're high? Most people, a lot of people do. Really? Why not? People have sex while they're drunk. But that's, isn't that different? I mean, that's... How would it be different? I don't know. I think... Maybe you should try it and come back and tell our audience (laughs) how it worked. Uh I think we should vote on it. Please, (laughs) call us with your vote, 760 Four four eight two five five, or you can email us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram if you want our producer to see if it would be better to have sex while you're drunk or while using CBD oils and gummies. Getting your erotic on. Frank conversation that is 100% sex positive with Dr. Denitza Borges. She has no hangups, so feel free to jump in and get frisky. Call 760-544-8255. That's 760-544-TALK. 
It's your kind of party line on iHub Radio's Denitza After Dark. You can also text the show, 760-699-0202. That's 760-699-0202 for texting. Now, here's Denitza. So, I'm, I'm here with uh, my producer this evening, and, uh, you know, Alex, yeah. I got a trick question for you. Oh, God. So... If you were going to have a girl's party, whether it be a like a baby shower or a bunch of your female friends coming over and getting together or maybe a bachelorette party or you know, an all woman's type of party, right. what would you do? Would you rather go out, see maybe a guy stripper, that's A, B, um, go to a bar, meet some cute guys, wear the bandana saying bride to be or expecting or newly divorced with the crown and tiara <laughs> at the club. Okay. Let's be. Or C, <laughs> would you want to do something at home and maybe bring in, um, because this is the newest trend too. We're trying to, we're kind of trendy here at iHub Radio, mm-hmm. at After Dark. Um, a male nude model and you have your friends come over and you have a couple glasses of wine and maybe you have some more d'oeuvres and you paint him not literally i was gonna say literally oh that'd be fun <laughs> but you paint him or her it could be a male or a female model depending on your preference hmm. and um you have your wine and you have maybe an art instructor there and you paint this guy for a couple hours and he's buck naked nakey bakey nakey bakey um I guess that would be an interesting thing to do to bring somebody to the house. I mean, that's I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually a big trend right now. Hmm. Huge trend because a lot of a lot of girls aren't going out there and, and wanting to do the whole stripper thing or having a stripper come to the home. Remember back in the 90s, it was like, oh, the stripper's coming over and they'd have like a little bodyguard. Yeah. Did you ever friend, see yeah, one? Yeah, a friend of mine ordered one in the strippergram for my birthday. You had like, a stripper for your birthday to give you a lap dance? I had a broken leg and I couldn't oh, get away. Fun. <laughs> no, it wasn't fun. It was actually at a restaurant. Highly embarrassing. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you'd rather have had you Yes, I if I rather would have had at home and a a, a paint considering my undergrad is an art, that would have been fantastic. I would I would have loved to have models come to the home and all my friends around and just had a few drinks had a few drinks can't touch him can't he goes off the rope and you're like wow this is amazing i think it'd be fun i think it'd be fun to see what each one of us would draw after a couple of drinks or how my art skills would be after i've never actually drawn okay so what would you prefer a female model or a male model you can't put me in a spot like that okay i would prefer both i prefer male Okay, you prefer male. I would actually prefer both. I would prefer both because I would be like, wow, I've never, first of all, I've never seen a female nude model. I have seen a male nude mm-hmm. model. So it, for one of my art classes, mm-hmm. uh, I can draw a stick figure really well. <laughs> but I mean, so, I mean, think about it. Do you make them bigger as you drink your second glass of wine? You have your little eraser and go, no, <laughs> he's much bigger now. <laughs> And you make, you know, maybe you make her breasts bigger, or her hips wider, or his, you know, Or penis. do you hate on her some more? I'm sorry? Or do you hate on her some more as you drink? Because models are usually very pretty and very shapely. 
And as you're you- gonna hate on her, what are you gonna do? Make her breast small? <laughs> I don't what her- the heck? You're cruel. <laughs> Everybody else is giving an accurate portrait. You're like, I'm hating on her. She's too way too. <laughs> no, she's way too beautiful. She's way too skinny. I'm gonna make her hips really wide. Her breasts. She's gonna be flat. I didn't say I would do it. I'm just, I'm asking, would you? Oh my God, that's really interesting perception. You're supposed to go there, have a good time, celebrate the birthday boy or girl, and you are critiquing the model. Yes. Well, I'd be critiquing the wine and the food, but you're critiquing the model. That's a really interesting concept because would you, because you're in the comfort of your own home, would you feel more inept to you know, let your guard down a bit? Well, the, it's an interesting question that you're asking, so, and I will reveal something. I have, in, as I said, my undergrad is in art, and I have never, ever sketched a female nude. Why? Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It's not that one wasn't available. It just, I just, I don't know, I just couldn't do it. And all, you know, in all my sketchbooks and everything, it was all males. Hmm, that's really interesting. Well, that's not psychoanalyzed me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's a different show. (laughs) So there's help out there for you, Alexandra. But no, it is really interesting because um, do we gravitate towards um, what we're our comfort level or do we step out of the box? And I think and again, that would be really interesting too. would say, for instance, a company because. Obviously, you say, we hear all the time, oh, uh, a bakery will not make a gay couple um, wedding a, a wedding cake. Yeah, yeah. And so would a company say, no, we can't send out a female model with a bunch of women who have possibility of being bisexual or gay or you know, lesbian. Mm. So would they feel more inclined to say, no, they wouldn't be able to do I that? I don't think so, because, you know, the art community is generally more open-minded. Right, this community, but what... The company themselves. The company and the itself have a policy, so it'd be really yeah. interesting. Because what if the person who's modeling is like, "Ooh, I don't feel comfortable being at a home mm. with a bunch of lesbians," or "I don't feel comfortable being a male model and at a home with a bunch of gay guys." Mm. Uh, where where is the boundaries? So this trend does it go more towards bachelorette parties or women's parties and less men? Because I can't imagine a female model would be comfortable going to a men's. Bachelorette party. I think you'd have to have I mean, a higher a security. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to have a few balancers that go with you. I mean, that's what used right. to happen in the 90s. You remember a girl would go and strip and she'd have a few bouncers with her to make sure that she right. was safe and protected. Right. Um, interesting question because, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be it would be really interesting. I know that if your wife or your soon-to-be wife was having a bachelorette party, would you feel inclined to have her go and take a painting class looking at a, a, a really good-looking male model mm. who's naked, or would you prefer that she go out with her girlfriends and dance around all by themselves? I think at home. I, I think it would be great to have it at home. but I, I think definitely, definitely at home. At least for me. It's for a me. definitely a, a bit of a turn-on. Can you imagine? You have male model, you painted him, and then you're fiance or your boyfriend or your husband comes home and you're like "Mm, it's got nothing on you baby she's got nothing on you baby all of the above that was nothing compare and contrast oh my god do you compare compare and contrast no i mean do you compare i don't even know how to draw let alone (laughs) how am i going to compare and contrast it's gonna be a 
flipping stick figure. She has she has great arms. He had great legs. I'm like, oh, I don't even know. That is his leg. That's his leg right there. Can't you see it? 